Hi, it's 420 somewhere. Welcome to Sex and Sativa with Alex. It's me, your favorite sex positive goddess. And nobody has told me if they want me to do a reading of an erotica that I wrote on my podcast for this season. Please let me know. Although, should I take it that the fact that nobody has told me means they don't want that? Because I was thinking of doing like a dramatic reading of a nice erotica that I wrote. But if that's not your cup of tea, anyway, that's fine. Um, We're going to be, uh, not we, I am going to continue tackling the myths regarding female orgasms on this episode yeah this is a part two welcome sit back relax we are going to be talking ah fuck about female orgasms so in the last episode i left to, i was talking about squirting and how um some doctors come online and say oh squirting is just pee um and you yeah yes yes some doctors have come online and say that squirting is just pee and squirting is it real that's not true the thing is when it comes to the female body the female anatomy there is so much we are learning every day and there is so much of this missing of the information that already have that has been circulated out there that was um kind of circulated on that when the guy that <laughs> So much of the information we have regarding, not so much, some of the information we have regarding female anatomy from what I've realized recently, I've been learning, has come from um, a place that kind of puts women in a subservient role, even down to biology. Because when I was young, I was I learned in my biology class that um, basically the way i learned the sperm and the egg conversation in biology class is completely different from the way i have um, i now know the sperm and the egg relationship works now i'm going to find a video online and try and post it the this week um on the difference in like the difference in the biology we're taught and not like there's a huge difference it's just when it comes to wordings terminology the way you put things to be might not be the same way all i'm saying is there is so much to learn about the female anatomy that we haven't learned and we are learning every day most some of the information out there comes from a place of um not understanding women that women as sexual beings or not even trying to understand female anatomy i mean for fuck's sake man there's so much that women go through that uh, that are just shrugged off when you listen to stories of women that have gone through um who have pcos or endometriosis, i think i get that i got that right yeah the entire month that they hold the entire i forgot what month it was that um there was a whole awareness of endometriosis. it was fascinating there are so many women that have conversations with that have gone through all of this and this information is not readily available. It's not out there. It's like anytime something new happens, women are surprised. Why should we be surprised? By our own bodies. The same thing when it comes to sex. There is so much about 
women and their sex life and the way sex works for them that we haven't really fully understood for some for fuck's sake it's simple some people still don't know that there's a difference in the urethra where pee comes out from and the vaginal canal where the penis and babies go pen, penis goes into and babies come out from that it's also vastly different from the clitoris now in between there are a bunch of other stuff that i don't want to come and start naming there but at the base of the vaginal gland just before you meet the asshole that just thing line you see that layer that layer is quite sensitive i think that's where the bartholin glands are located those glands are the glands that help women secrete all their yummy juices during sex so that they are all wet and juicy 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 yeah that's what those glands are responsible for. Those glands can also be responsible for um, squirting. Now, I have never squirted before. I've watched porn where squirting happens, but I also know women who squirt, who have nothing, to, who who are ashamed of the fact that they squirt. There's nothing wrong with it, though. Squirting is real. It's not pee. It's real. It's not some made-up myth. It's not women holding in water in their vagina or peeing their vagina to release it when they can. No. Squirting is real. So anyway, that was where I ended up in the last episode. I don't think I talked about it because I went off on a tangent about um, Nigerian doctors on Twitter. Dumb ones and how they pissed me off. And the rest of the people in the world. Congratulations. Masturbation ruins your orgasms with a partner. What the f- I see this. I just feel like most of these myths were propagated by men to subdue women or subjugate women from enjoying great sex. I feel Alexandria's opinion. Don't come for me. In fact, come for me. I'm bored. I'll just ignore you. Mm. So yeah, masturbation doesn't ruin your orgasms with a partner. If you masturbate a lot, it has there is no bearing on the fact that you masturbate a lot or how often you masturbate, how it's going to ruin sex with your partner. I keep on saying it. Sex with a human being, your partner, is different from masturbating. It's different from masturbating with sex toys. Those are different feelings. They do different things. Yes, they help achieve sexual pleasure, but they do different things. Why do I have to stick with one thing? And masturbation doesn't ruin my chances of an orgasm with a partner. In fact, it helps it. Because with masturbation, you know how to be touched. You know the way you like to be touched. You know the way you enjoy being touched. It's the same thing I said in part one, where I was talking about watching my partner stroke himself. I enjoy watching a man stroke himself because he knows how he likes to be touched. You, so women are shitty at hand jobs. Why? Because we don't know the kind of pressure that works. When you see a guy stroke, you know he's touching the head. Like even the way he moves his wrists in the wrist movement, everything has like a purpose in my head. I think I'm not a man. I do not have a penis. So I don't know how this works, but. I just like it because you're showing the way you want to be touched. It's the same thing with masturbation. Now that I know there are certain things I like, there are certain things I don't like, when I'm having sex with my partner, it's easier to be like, oh, I'm doing this. Oh, I'm doing that. Let's not do this. Let's do that. Why wouldn't we want like a map to lead us to treasure instead of fumbling about? 
Masturbation doesn't ruin your chances of an orgasm with a partner. If anything, it actually helps you, increases your chances of orgasm with a partner. Um, good sex means you had an orgasm. Ha, 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 ha. Just because you had an orgasm doesn't mean you had good sex. Alex said it. I'm just serious. Just because you had an orgasm doesn't mean you had good sex. And just because you did not have an orgasm does not mean the sex was not great. At the end of the day, the body works the way the body works. It's a biological thing. Now, when certain things are put in certain order the body reacts a certain way i i don't want to go into this i just want to talk about a little bit about trauma just a little bit i don't want to i don't want to delve into this too much because i'm not mentally equipped to do that and i'm not emotionally ready to do that if you want to talk to someone regarding trauma and sex i suggest you hit up revaginate they have a sex lab where they i know that they've they've taught people on how to enjoy um sex after trauma yes so if that's something you're interested in please go hit up revaginate i uh, if you check out my social media posts i've always i think i've tagged them on or two but i'll tag them again check out revaginate on social media let me just put down a note here revaginate on social media and Sanasi's page. She's great at this sex thing. She's such an awesome person to just have in your corner. That's what I'm saying. Um, yes, if you're asking me why I keep on plugging some certain people over and over again, I like to use stuff that is tested and trusted. I like, for example, I will not recommend sex toy vendors that I don't trust. I will not recommend sex toy companies that I don't trust. I will not recommend um, sexuality professionals that I don't, that I've not had, not personal relationships with but I've not I've not seen how their professional relationship works so yeah once I have seen how these works like how those people and their practices work because yes you can have a practice but if you're not sex positive and you don't seem to align with the kind of values and ideals I have then that's fine good for you but it just doesn't work for me and I cannot recommend people that I don't trust their services now if there are certain names you hear me mentioning on here over and over again it's not because it's paid when it's paid i'll let you know it's because i genuinely trust their services and i've used their services and i fuck with their services and it's good for me so if it's good for me it can be good for you it's just that simple so yeah anyway um there are some women who when experiencing sexual assault got turned on and had an orgasm and the conversation goes like if really it was assault why did you enjoy it okay I'm just gonna drink water oh crap why is my hand shaking The body works the way the body works. As simple as that. Your mind might not be on board, but the body works like that. There are... Oh, breathe. 
there are a ton of dating drugs out date rape drugs out there that um keep you in the moment have you all turned on wanting more like these drugs make you willing but you're not these drugs make you want what you don't want when i talked about um ethical porn i said um in mainstream porn some of the performers are drugged and i had a conversation with someone as regards what i mean by some of the performers not being willing i said yeah because sometimes they might not even be aware that they are under the influence of drugs because they want them to go along with this and say you want someone to go out there a director unethical by the way um oh you know it's just going to be a nice film you think okay you know it's just a nice film i just have to show a little bit of skin just soft porn i mean game of thrones they were fucking or they simulated fucking so yeah i'm just saying there are a shit ton of shows where simulating sex has happened so yeah just a little bit and then you have no idea that the director wants you to do like a gangbang scene and thought you will just take a sip of water or just drink something and before you know it you're being fucked by eight men and you have no idea or you have an idea but that was not what you wanted your body is doing all the right things you're moaning you're asking for more you're asking for more you're not satisfied enough your body feels hot you had an orgasm but it doesn't mean it was good for you it doesn't mean that's what you wanted that's just an example just because you had an orgasm doesn't mean the sex was good i had to go in extremes because i don't want to do like nuances i will but just because you had great sex and you didn't have an orgasm doesn't mean the sex was bad just because you had an orgasm doesn't mean the sex was good for you so yeah so if you had an orgasm and you felt you felt like the entire process that got you there the entire sex that got you there you have a very valid right to feel that way there's don't discount how you feel don't discount um your just don't discount how you feel don't discount what 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 sings in your head just because it was orgasmic or you, you end up in an orgasm wasn't good for you wasn't good for you wasn't healthy for you wasn't healthy for you don't have anyone try to justify um actions because oh but you had an orgasm so you must have enjoyed it i've seen that defense used a lot in sexual assault cases and it just it just triggers me just it doesn't like it just makes me um yeah women don't get blue balls well you see that sexual discomfort that men feel during sex where um you're unable to fulfill like when you're unable to have sex you feel oh your dick is hard it feels uncomfortable women feel that way too when we get properly turned on and aroused the clitoris i've posted this on social media and clitoris is like a penis as well okay it gets full yo when the pussy does that whole throbbing thing like the pussy has a heartbeat on its own mine just want to fuck just want to fuck i want to fuck good but that doesn't happen so you really do think that somehow when women are like it just goes away no 
you're just a ball of need honey need and then you wear your panties and everything is stimulated and before you need you are grinding your jeans yo this be happening it's just women get blue balls too unsatisfied sexual needs unmet sexual needs can be very uncomfortable it's very uncomfortable and painful to some extent but not life-threatening just give me a heads up so that's for men too it's not life-threatening um sex is over when the peace take a sip of water I have a dry mouth when I have a dry mouth it's hard for me to talk and shit like that so sex is over when the man with the penis or the person with the penis comes has an orgasm see you see this one this one is for Nigerian men out there I want you all to take a very good listen sir just because you had an orgasm and then you come does not mean sex is over I always say this it does not mean that it has ended this is why I'm always saying invest in sex toys if you can't go the longer mile the sex toys will go the longer mile for you if you have an orgasm I don't know why people automatically assume that once the guy comes sex is over no it's not it's not uh, we can continue hmm. we can continue Mm-mm. no 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 we can continue because if men can continue having sex after we as women have had orgasms why can't they continue after they've had theirs it's still that same exhaustion you think you get more tired than the woman because sorry you are doing all the work you are thrusting obviously you're tired i'm not discounting the effort you put into the sex i'm just saying it doesn't mean yes and when you have an orgasm get off when you get off that high pull your partner in closer take her have her sit on your face um use toys on her finger her while kissing her boobs like there is so much you can do to prolong the experience just because you had an organ take off your condom and continue playing with your partner it is not a big deal you'll still be sweaty you'll still be sticky you will shower at the end of it but just because you had an orgasm doesn't mean that sex in general has ended no sir if you are not the convener you're not the ender it's a mutual process um oh and that female this one is quite important because it goes like it kind of touches every other thing every the, the one vagina should look a certain way now previous season i discussed libya plasty and designer vagina trend and why designer vagina trend is so awesome now one of the great things about this podcast what i just put water on my I just poured water on my setup alexandria fuck this okay so one of the reasons the designer vagina trend is very i just hope this doesn't fuck shit up for me yes done one of the reasons the designer vagina trend is so popular is because there is supposed to be this one body type one new body type kind of thing it's the same thing in media 
we see a particular but right now it's bbl fashion that is raining at some point it was the ski them skinny girls like skinny girls were thriving we had shoes where, where brandy would wear jeans and be like oh my god is my ass um, is my ass fat in this but now it's on instagram and we are doing that whole bm looking from looking um behind the behind you while the camera is behind you taking a picture of your ass and your face kind of shots on instagram i'm guilty of it i've taken him ass looks amazing by the way but it translates because i kept on thinking to myself while i was recording that episode i didn't understand why women would get a labiaplasty but then since then i've been reading i've been talking i've been learning and the same way people feel pressured to have the perfect body hmm? i thought it was hilarious that mosquito yes it is i thought it was hilarious wow very nigerian of me i will battle nepa i will battle my gen my neighbor tony's gen off i will battle data i will also battle mosquitoes guy what the actual fuck man <sighs> anyway why was i surprised that it was translating into the way we view um like the vagina because if we're already getting book jobs why aren't we getting more jobs for lip for the um vagina now when i talk to people that i met in real life i know in real life they were like oh yeah if they had the opportunity they would get labiaplasty just to fix with the vagina looks i'm like what you would now i can't blame them have you seen the way they make bikinis it's supposed to be just to fit a certain kind of labia to fit a certain kind of like look a certain kind of vulva even down to how popular um the hair remover techniques are waxing shaving like the different kinds of waxing you can wax and put your initials you can, like they're just taking care of down there i mean the fact that there is an entire industry dedicated to having women smell clean and crisp and sweet and fresh like fucking fruit Relax, Alexandria. The entire Kayamata industry needs to be put in the ground and stepped on. But that's just me. Relax. So, why was I surprised it was translating to the design of a giant natural? I kind of understand it. Because in porn, the vulva looks a certain way. The asshole looks a certain way. Um, that's why bleaching assholes is a huge thing. Yes, people bleach their assholes. Um, so when you look at yourself as a lady and you realize that your vagina does not fit what the normal i'm putting normal in quotes normal vagina should look normal vulva should look like sorry terminology going wrong um what the normal vulva should look like it doesn't look like normal shape maybe um your outer your inner labia kind of like spreads out and covers your outer labia maybe the lips are more pronounced um it makes it uncomfortable for you to wear um shorts you can end of the day i just kept on thinking of oh it's your body i didn't think oh it makes you uncomfortable recently i've been checking out this is podcast i listen to she's great by the way fun sexual she talks shit about sex she's such a great storyteller yo um yeah let me just mention that I mentioned her in part two from sexual. So I will tag her. I always post her stuff. I try to repost her stuff on my Instagram story as well. On my yeah, my Instagram story. So fun sexual. She just got a boob job done. She didn't increase her boobs. She has huge boobs, 
but she got like she went and reduced her boobs and i was like yes nice then i took a step back i started asking why am i celebrating women getting their boob jobs their boobs reduced because you're complaining about back pain and how it's not attractive to them and i am against women and labiaplasty i don't know i will have to examine that i need to talk to someone i will have to talk to someone about that but the same thing so if your vagina does not your vulva doesn't look a certain way it can affect how your ability your ability to orgasm because maybe the men in your life are not just men your partners are using to deal with a certain kind of vagina vulva and um when they come across yours it's like oh it's a different household instead of seeing it as oh let's like, something new to learn it's like oh it doesn't look like the other one i'm not used to i'm not used to um yours looking like this which in turn develops a complex i want to do an episode i will do an episode but there's a particular person i'm waiting to do this episode with i want to do an episode regarding um body shaming during sex yes the person i wanted to do that episode with isaac paul muhammad i did an episode with him on dirty talking sexy sexy yummy man yeah his body's sick so when i was telling i was script i was picking up it was like he's never had that kind of issue i was just getting like you nasty nasty man never had to doubt your body during sex that's fine but um i want to do a whole body shaming during sex episode with other women and men, if I can't swing it, this is why I need studio. You people should be listening to this podcast, sharing this podcast so that I can be making money. Eh, Bikono, please. Eh, Joe, please. Anyway, so, um, yeah, it can kind of having, feeling like your vulva doesn't look a certain way, it can kind of avoid, can kind of get you out of there, but it doesn't have to be. Your vulva is yours as in is your own you're not sharing it with anybody it's yours how it comes try and love it if you can't and you want to fix it that's fine just make sure you're aware of the side effects make sure you have full um, ammunition full information before you move forward and proceed with um the surgery you want to get done I'm not advocating for anything. I'm not saying your labiaplasty is the best. I'm just saying I get it. I get why it's a choicey procedure to get. I get why it is done on thousands of women every fucking year. I get it. I don't have to deal with that issue because I like the way my vulva looks. But then I have small boobs and I love the way they look. I don't feel self-confident about i don't feel like you know self-conscious about that sort of thing i enjoy it so i get it but no two vulvas should look the same the same way no two people should look the same everybody's different your vulva to be different too it's up to your partner it's also up to you to accept it because if you're not accepting of it then you're giving your partner more leeway to not be accepting of it and to treat it a certain way so longer sex is better now see this is a conversation i've been having with people the sex time how long does it take to have sex should it be 10 minutes should it be 15 minutes should it be 40 minutes and i say i don't care longer sex for some people for someone like me no 
Mm-mm. I don't have energy. Like, like you know, no, I just I don't do that. But then I might have changed. I don't know. A lot of shit has changed. My sex life since my celibacy started. So I don't know. Maybe I might be into longer sex these days. Who fucking knows? Okay. But prior to celibate Alex, how Alex doesn't like long sex. I don't like it to last long. Maybe because, like I said, I never got my clitoris stimulated properly the way I want, the way the toys have done it for me. So there was no need to focus on stimulating my clitoris to get me all sufficiently turned on enough for sex, and I could orgasm through penetration. So for me, it was like, okay, you're dick hard. I, I'm wet. I want to fuck you. Let's fuck. And then that was where the entirety of fun was for me. Um, it wasn't like a longer thing although longer sex did work if i had like partners that maybe i was like was like a three-hour thing and then we'll fuck we'll stop we'll fuck we'll stop we'll fuck we'll stop that sort of thing but whatever works for you whatever helps you get to an orgasm is fine for you you might need most women need at least 30 to 40 minutes of constant i'm not joking 30 to 40 minutes up to an hour of constant foreplay create a time don't think ah, one hour i go to touch why are you not trying to touch i was watching an episode um, um, I feel like I'm rushing this episode. I'm just really tired, yo. And I don't want to fall asleep. And I this thing I explained in the beginning, the whole um orgasm and good sex kind of just made me feel some type of way. So I'm trying to um run through this episode so I can go sufficiently cry somewhere. Not cry as much as decompress. Smoke some weed. But this lighter is not working and I'm supposed to be on edibles and It's a whole last thing, man. So anyway, some women, not just women, some men do enjoy too. But this is female focus, so let me just focus on women. Some women do enjoy um, between 30 to 40 minutes an hour of foreplay before they sufficiently get into sex. And that's not a bad thing. They are not ogres for demanding that. They are not silly or stupid for asking for that. If you cannot fulfill their demands or meet their needs, move on. Let them find people that will be willing to dedicate the time to understanding or learning their body or people who dedicate the time to learning their body or loving the body that their partner has sufficiently enough to get them to orgasm. Yeah, longer sex is not better. Whatever timing works for you, if it's a short quickie, I talked about cooking part one. If it's a quickie that works for you, fuck up, fuck, do a quickie. If it's a longer session that works for you, feel free. But there is no um, stipulation that the longer the sex is, the more you will have an orgasm. No. Figure out the stimulations that work for you and you'll be fine. I have orgasms under five minutes, but that's me and Ducky's problem. Man, ducky, ducky, ducky. Anyway, penis size matters. This is so not true. I don't want to say not true because uh, I I don't know what episode I talked about this where I was talking about um some people's fantasies. Okay, let me not say some people recently because my sexual preferences change a lot early this year i was into like something i was into soft loving you know tender kind of you know love making <laughs> that word sounds so icky 
cake but i'm making love with my man that just sounds kind of romantic i don't know that's just me so um yeah penis sized penis size doesn't i don't want to say it's really it really matters because like i said early this month early this year not this month early this year i was into the soft i wasn't podcasting then i was into the soft loving taking time kind of thing but right now as of october like i said my tastes have changed i'm more into like getting stuffed i don't know why i feel like by next year it will change again that's just it i'm a human being my tastes change the same way my taste in food change same way my taste in music change same way my taste my taste in films change same way my taste in sex changes as well so um penis size matters if that's the sort of thing you're into if you're into feeling stuffed like you love those big fat girthy dicks those ones that is like when you feel it you know that like, when that man fucks you you know that you will feel it for like three days afterwards yeah she, i was online on twitter and i came across one account this man had a penis enlargement surgery and i was like oh, why all i could think about was if this man gets hard now um who is going to fuck him well like who's going to ride him because that's is not entering inside of me first of all um that will also destroy me secondly um third uh, because i also watched a video of him having an orgasm and it was just messy and intense and he kept on going on and on and i was like so they'll be coming inside of me like that is there even a condom big enough to hold him i think there should be i don't know it was just too big look at me going into the comments and i'm seeing some ladies say oh my god i want that inside of me that feels so that will feel so good and i was like huh so it's still stuff you're into okay i mean okay there's nothing i can do there's nothing i can do there's a reason that all those like big girthy penises like dildos sell because some people enjoy that sort of size so penis size matters but not in terms of like the importance of orgasm more in terms of like the person if you want a big dick that can stuff you and fill the brim okay feel free my love go for it target only men that have big penises stuffing you worthy penises don't go and meet a guy that has something small and be like oh yeah you know i want to make a relationship work with you because you know you're going to be dissatisfied unless your partner is into watching you get fucked by other people or doesn't mind you being fucked by other people um another alternative is to invest in sex toys that are the size you want they will make it that's the most important part they will make it for you so yeah um penis size matters but not in the sense that um for the person more in the sense like i think i just said that right i'm making i'm just going over and over again um the next one is oh yeah 
oh yeah this is me vaginal orgasms are superior this was me yo like I, i'm not even lying this was me i used to have only orgasms via penetration so i used to think oh you know and then that doctor guy said um, there are no love women that can actually come to penetration so i was feeling like a sort of queen and i was like yeah because mine involves like penetration so i'm the bad bitch here my uh, mine are superior no they're not i wish i could go back and talk to like Alex of like then and be like bitch get off your high horse. It's nothing different that you're doing You're coming to you get so if you're having vaginal orgasms you're able to bring your partner to orgasm through like using the, um, the vaginal penetration whatever It doesn't mean that the clitoral orgasms are less than superior inner orgasms are um, just inconsequential nipple orgasms don't matter they don't factor all these orgasms factor no one kind of orgasm is more superior than the other i should just be one to note um oh this one i think i said this um having an orgasm is um difficult for women her her it's almost impossible for women no it's not I don't need to say this again. I've said it over and over again in this particular episode. Find the stimulation that works for you and just kind of like go along. Do it. When you find stimulation that works for you, have fun. Women need an emotional connection to orgasm. Yo, this one. E. What the fuck? Uh, I think something just passed. Man, in between mosquitoes biting me people coming to my compound <gasps> oh fuck man it's almost 4 20 so you know what's gonna happen i'm gonna see if i can finish this episode before 4 20 so alex stay on track women need an emotional connection to orgasm no that's not true that's like saying women don't cheat because they get emotions <sighs> Man, whoever thinks this, you need an emotional connection to orgasm. No, you don't need an emotional connection to your partner to actually have an orgasm. There are multiple reasons to have an orgasm. Everything has to be your body, stimulation, just it doesn't have to be an emotional connection. Granted, having an emotional connection with your partner can make the orgasm more intimate, can make the orgasm more intense, can make it feel more special for you. But you don't need it to have an orgasm. I feel like this notions like this, women have need an emotional orgasm, need an emotional connection to orgasm. It's sort of the sort of thing they tell women so that women can um, stick to one guy. I'm sorry, they can have. I'm putting this in quotes. You can avoid women being promiscuous and um, sexually liberated. So you tell them, oh, yeah, you need an emotional connection to orgasm. And you, you think you need an emotional connection to orgasm. And maybe the partners that you've with, you had an emotional connection to them and it was, um, and you had orgasms with them. So you kind of did the correlation in your head that you do need an emotional orgasm to connection. Oh, that you do need an emotional connection to orgasm. No, you don't. Although, if you do need an emotional connection to enjoy sex and have a great orgasm, that's fine do that focus on finding someone that connects with you emotionally but you don't need it it's not something that is like if you don't get an emotional connection nothing can work it can you're making a choice not to 
and there's nothing wrong with your choice mm. the female orgasm is only for evolved for reproduction yes man wait do you know this particular one kind of like i was like yes because um there are a couple of books a couple of erotica books i read um especially the breeding books where it's like oh um yes i'm going to make you orgasm and then your cum is going to suck my cum into your womb oh yeah you can i can feel i can feel your cum in, in your womb is is making is preparing you for my baby it's and i'm like what the fuck what the actual fuck don't ask me what I read. I read a lot. I'm doing going to do an episode on romance novels. Yo, it's going to be so fucking fun. I promise. You're not ready. So, um, yeah. But the female orgasm is not involved for reproduction. The female orgasm does not make you more receptive to having babies. No. It's great. But it is not the the how do i put this is not the distinction between whether you make a baby or whether you don't so don't think to yourself oh if she doesn't have an orgasm then i can't get her pregnant (laughs) no laughing i swear don't think if she doesn't have an orgasm she can't get pregnant if she has an orgasm she should be pregnant no none of those things have anything to do with pregnancy that's a completely different aspect avenue and way of life like that's that's orgasm reproduction two different things i mean i understand why this would be a thing because men semen ejaculate um can result in pregnancy but men also have dry orgasms as well yes they have orgasms where they don't ejaculate and semen doesn't come out but it is not in any way i'm not trying to invalidate that orgasm they had because there was no semen or there was no sperm it's not as it's not as um normal or it's not as widely talked about but it happens and it happens more often than we like to think so where did this one come from why is reproduction you see we can't even have orgasms without you trying to have us birth babies yo anyway the female orgasms feel different from men basically this this is more like saying that women's orgasms are more like an emotional come to jesus sort of moment it is just you feel it in your body you feel it in your soul you feel it in your mind you see you see these things now women need an emotional connection to orgasm the female orgasm involves for reproduction the female orgasm feels different from men these three things i in my head i swear this is a very male focused way of looking at the female orgasms some of the points I talked about actually like male focused way of looking at orgasms. Which is not cool. Which doesn't make sense because male orgasms are fine. Female orgasms are fine. Looking at the male orgasms from the looking at female orgasms from a male standpoint, you tend to um, project what you feel. And when you project, you assume. When you assume you jump to conclusions. We don't want that so you feeling like oh women's orgasms are more intense because they are they are more emotional no no 
I, I was reading online, is there a difference between the male orgasms and the female orgasms? And one thing I realized is that orgasms feel different for everybody. There is no, like, one thing that I can say that, oh, yeah, is different in male and female orgasm. The earth does not shake for men and the ground rumble. Look, the earth doesn't shake for men and the skies open for women. No. So how men view orgasms how men feel orgasms so far they all feel good and pleasurable to you there is no one word that i don't even think there's a word that i think that's why the orgasm conversation is so fucking confusing because there is no one type definition of what an orgasm should look like what an orgasm should feel like so everybody you think oh it's this head shaking moment while some people for some people it's like a sneeze for some people it's like a whole out of body experience some people are screamers some people don't even scream when they have orgasms for some people it's like a whole vibrating experience while for some people it's like they stay stiff everything is different some people cry i mean yes this that emotional i've seen men that cry after busting not what does that mean that there are women in disguise <laughs> please it doesn't feel any different from male i just everybody does their thing orgasms are unique to the person that's what i'll say yes orgasms are unique to the individual and we shall have fun with that you need an orgasm to have a good sex life basically if you've never had an orgasm before then your sex life is shit everything between sex sex wise has just been like mediocre you've not been enjoying it that's a lie you can actually enjoy great sex without an orgasm you can have a good sex life without having an orgasm i said it in part one you don't need an orgasm to validate your sex life it's as simple as that Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Sex and Sativa with Alex. I had so much fun. I didn't think I would. Um, if you haven't listened to part one of myths regarding female my um, female orgasm, please do. Um, don't hesitate to share this podcast with your friends, your family. Make it a listening party sort of thing. You can use my audio as a reel, by the way. I'm giving you permission. Have fun. Okay? But thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to tag me when you do share my podcast on social media or your friends with your friends. Also, I love engagement. I'm not against engagement. So hit me up on social media. Check out my Instagram page at sex positive goddess on Instagram. One word no underscore and sex sativa on Twitter. I'm always posting sex positive stuff on there. Yo, Jack, give us fleets back. Because fleets were doing a thing for my podcast too. Like on Twitter, like they were a great way to open like a whole new just give give us fleets back. Nobody was complaining. <sighs> anyway, so check out my Twitter at sex sativa one word no underscore. I'm always posting sex positive stuff there. I respond to engagement. Um yeah, I also have a I also have a mailing list. So anytime you come across my social media handles, the link to all my episodes is in my bio, the link to my social media handles are in my bio, and the link to my mailing list is in my bio as well. I want to start like a cheeky mailing list. I've been thinking about what I was gonna do there for so long, but I want to start like a cheeky mailing list. I want to do a weekly thing, but sometimes my mental health can kind of fuck shit up for me. So I'm unable to follow through sometimes, but I will try. So yeah. Um, I think I got all that out. Thank you so much for listening. 
I am so grateful. I still remain your favorite sex positive goddess. Thank you for listening to Sex and Sativa with Alex. Bye for now.